the Death Star. That thing's operational. Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 145 of the Usual Podcast. Podcast where we discuss Star Wars Yoda Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall. And with me doing inappropriate things to the microphone is my co-host, Will. What's up, bro? How you doing on a Tuesday? It's a Tuesday. What the heck is going on with us? Well, we have a lot going on. We had a lot going on. (laughs) Um, Yeah, man. So honestly, really what it comes down to is I worked all every day last week at night and during the day. I worked three doubles in a row. That was our normal recording time. And then I had a migraine over the weekend. (laughs) <laughs> then I had jury duty today and tomorrow and yeah. the next day. And I've got hella golf tournaments coming up. So what we're trying to gonna try to do is record tonight and get it out where we normally would have a show so we didn't technically miss a week, although we did miss a live recording on our usual day. Does that make sense? That makes sense. We'll see how my editing skills go later tonight when I'm asleep. Ready? Word. <laughs> so uh and we're just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverages. We forgot. What's up? What are you drinking? Um, I'm actually just drinking a Diet Pepsi tonight because I'm a little nauseous. I had Chinese food today for later for dinner, and it just is not sitting well. well. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, I don't remember. I think I've talked about this a few weeks ago when it first came out, but I am drinking once again Lagunitas Super Cluster. Yeah, um, you, you loved that a couple weeks oh, ago. It's so good. It's by far my favorite. I'm thinking about stocking up, maybe, buying like a few cases of it. Awesome. Before it goes away, I need to look up and see when they're going to be done with it. But right now, it's not on sale. It's like 20 bucks a 12-pack right now. Wow. But, I mean, it's still only a couple bucks of beer. But. Still. All right. Well, you can make that face all you want, but the d- beer is delicious. Buy some Bud. Gross. So, before <laughs> we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at usualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And find us on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter, and Will is at IMO Griggs. We're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, all your favorite places, and also Plex. So, give uh, give us a time. You know, positive ratings and such, and tell your friends and share us on the social medias. Uh, merch, we have teespring.com slash store slash usual podcast. And, of course, we have the timestamps in the show notes if you are not a Tour fan or you're not watching live. But the upside to this, it's going to be a super short show. We have some Tour, very little Star Wars, and a little pop culture, and we're going to get out of here. So Sounds like a plan. That's our. That's it. So if you're in the chat, chime in, say what's up. If not, um, you know, you listen after the fact, and that's not just... That's just not how time works. No. You know what I'm saying? So, here we are. All right, man. So, let's get to uh, SWOTOR. You want to fight? I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you if you will only kneel. Drinking buddies, of course. Uh, Thank you to Eddie and Zen. And, of course, uh, um, Mr. John Skeen, who has been sending us stuff and um, is an all-around awesome dude. Yep. Are we missing any drinking buddies? No, we just have the three. We have the three. So if you want to become a drinking buddy, find us on Patreon. um, Patreon.com slash The Usual Podcast. We'll hype that at the end of the show, of course. As always, that's the best way to support us. And become a drinking buddy and get cool stuff. But if you support us on Patreon, you get lots of other stuff as well. So check out the Yeah, actually, I'll be sending out some t-shirts this week. Nice. Um, all right, man. So Star Wars Yoda Public, what did you do in game this week, my friend? Well, I played for about 15 minutes. <laughs> and then you got mad. I got mad and I literally threw my mouse across the room. <laughs> literally? 
And it's a wired mouse, so that didn't go well. Oh, my God. <laughs> Literally. I'm sure the cat started playing with it. Oh, he did. <laughs> and uh, it's because uh, I... Uh, Okay, there's a few things. I need to go in with you because I don't think you're doing it wrong. Oh, I'm sure I'm doing it wrong. Okay, because I solo everything, right? And so I still haven't finished Star Fortress. I still haven't finished Eternal Championship. I still haven't finished Macro Binocular Quests because I can't do the... the, Oh, right, because you need four at the end, right? And well, the one I was trying to do this week is I got to the fifth person in Eternal Championship and I was following Volk's walkthrough. Yeah. And dude, they were working out. I just for some reason couldn't get the mechanics down. I need to run through that again. Maybe I'll do that later while I'm editing, and just so I can see what what you're dealing with. I don't remember the fifth boss, but if it's the one I think of, I think the issue is with the circles, right? It's a bunch yeah, of circles. Yeah, well, it's it's frustrating because I've got really fast Wi-Fi now. Yeah, my my rig still sucks. Yeah. Well, actually, my desktop is fine, but it has no operating system on it right now. No, that's not good. No, so I'm working off my laptop, and for some reason, like, every time I try, I have a, a sniper, and so I'm trying to do the the 18-meter roll forward thing to get right. out of the circles, right? Right. But for some reason, I freeze up, and I get mm, caught in the circles. That could be a server thing, too. A little lag. But, I don't know. I'll help you. We'll figure it out. Um. So, anything else? Just mad at the Yeah, that's it for now. Okay. Well... Uh, I've been working too much, as I said. Uh, I am exhausted, and I'm just trying to maintain. Um, I don't have to work my night job this week, which I'm excited about. But I have the biggest golf tournament um, at Little River this weekend. What's the uh, name of it? The Abalone Invitational. Oh, right, right, right. And that's a two-day deal, which I'm really excited about. And then I also have a net amateur qualifier tournament in Berkeley on Thursday, which is why we're recording tonight. So I've got a lot of golf this week, um, a lot of my regular job, but um, so I haven't done much, but I, I'm hoping to get WOG, uh, excuse me, what's an ops group going next month. Um, I really want that back because that was a lot of fun. People have been asking me. Um, I just felt bad if I did it this month, I wouldn't be there. So yeah, I mean, I'm gone fun. the last week of the month too, of course, for the cruise. So. Exactly. And uh, you know, I, I love what's an ops group. I just, I, but you don't. No, I mean, I, I, I like chatting with everybody and hanging with everybody, but it's just, I, I'm not a fan of, of ops. I'm just not. So why don't you, instead of playing, actually playing the, the group or playing the op, just jump and chat, hang out. I people, can do that. People just want to talk to you. That's I can, really I can come in and be annoying and yeah, watch watch one of the streams and just harass people. It's fun. Anyway, we'll get that going. I'll, I'll have some details hopefully out on Twitter. And, um, and if you're in... Um, Unholy Alliance, we'll, we'll get that out there pretty pretty quick. So. Awesome. All right, man. So let's talk about some news. We actually have some news. Awesome. What, 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 uh, oh, words? Good job. Yes. How so you about the words? Tell me what has happened in the SWOTOR community. Well, there was supposed to be a patch this week, and it was supposed to fix a number of things. Um, it was supposed to be, uh, actually today. Earlier posts said they're making some changes based on some of our feedback. Um, Let's see. There was a few things. Throw the hut ball will now stay in the first pop-up slot if you have the gravity grapple ability. Um, this is a lot of PvP stuff. Um, environmental changes to the map to make it feel a little best, less cluttered. Um, let's see. Baron Deathmark will now yell at you when you kick the hut ball, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Nice. And um, let's see. Added colored arrows around the map to help with navigation, which I think would be really helpful. I for, always, you for know, it's not us. a really confusing map, but I would always yeah. get lost. Yeah, exactly. What's up, Mox? Yes, we're old men. We're just sitting here being um, 
Curmudgeons? That's the curmudgeons is a good word. I like that word. Um, Mox, it's been a long time. How you doing, buddy? Um, and let's see what else we got here. There's some other stuff in here too, but it says all these changes along with the crit slash shield changes should be in the PTX next PTS patch. So that's good. Um, oh, sorry. All that was from the PTS patch. So I jumped the gun. So there is a PTS. Yeah, the thing. PTS patch was today. Yes, 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 yes. But that got delayed. Of course. So here we are. <laughs> um, so the team is aware of ops missing from activity finder and they're looking into a fix. Um, if they can get the fix this week, it would be a take a couple days. And this was actually yesterday. And they're confirming with the team uh, but that might mean to move tomorrow's maintenance back a day or two to address the issue. So, yeah, that's that's the problem. Yeah, here we are. I did not get a chance to get on the PTS, but that was something I was going to talk about is the PTS is live now. Dude, I haven't been on the PTS in a couple of years. I think. Well, you're a PTS. So. You're a PTS. Anyway, um, but the big news this week, dude, whether we're talking about PTS or not, doesn't really matter. Um, the point is the fall roadmap has arrived. Really? I thought that was just a myth. Oh, it's a reality, buddy. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, there's there's some stuff I think you're going to be pretty stoked about. To be honest with you, is there actual story content coming? Yes. Yay! That's what I've always I, I always ask for more story content. Yeah. So um, so they start off, and I didn't get a chance to watch the live stream, unfortunately. Um, but I do have a link in the show notes if you missed it. But I'm sure you've seen it if you are one of those people. But um, they're kind of wrapped up in this post, and I have a link in here. Um, they wrapped up kind of what they were doing with Galactic Legend and the, all the PTS stuff, or the PTS, all of the uh pvp stuff and then gave up game update 5.9.3 um, fame and fortune um, which are targeting mid to late september um that update is the one that's live on the pts right now does that mean that they're going to be focusing on smugglers or no uh-huh. well fame and fortune just kind of makes sense well let's see um fame and fortune now live on the pts server so uh let's see this is mostly pvp it looks like new 8v8 War zones, the Sky Shredder, uh, and that is a battle. That's a atop, great name. Yeah, it is. Battle atop a deathly flying barge in this brand new Hutball map. Interesting. Um, set on the gas mining planet of Vanden. That's pretty cool. Can you fall off the barge? Um, from what I understand, I heard this on another show. It might have been a bad feeling. They said yes, you can fall off the sides, which is nice. kind of cool. Um, level scaling for Knights of the Fallen Empire and Knights of the Eternal Throne chapters. Um, to ensure that max level player is able to get rewarded from playing through the Knights of the Fallen Empire and Knights of the Eternal Throne chapters, um, such as earning command XP, they've introduced level scaling for all enemies. That's interesting. You know, I just thought of something for that that okay. map. Sure. Would it be cool if instead of falling off, mm-hmm. and instead of it just being like a, a barrier, what if it was like a random re- uh, respawn thing so like you jumped off one side and neither you nor your opponents know which part of the map you're going to show up in so what if it was like i think what you're saying is like pac-man where you exit one side of the screen enter another yeah but in that one you knew which side you were going to get well i I see what you're saying man but like this one you could end up like right behind the 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 goal or you could end up behind your own goal you just don't know well uh put that on the wall of crazy my friend i think that would be fun So that's what's happening with uh, Fame and Fortune, dude. That's pretty cool. Hopefully that update is coming in uh, September. Cool. Do you remember? Uh, we were singing September uh, before we started streaming. So Yeah, before I turned my mic on. Here we are. Hopefully people can hear us. I'm, I'm assuming. Mox would have said he couldn't hear us by now. I would think so. All right. So real quick, uh, we are going to have a game update 5.10. 
That's weird. It is weird. I just, I don't like it. I just think, just, I don't know. Um, oh, that is the planet where you got Vet and Galt back. Okay, cool. Nice. Mark said that. Cool. Vaden. Or Vaden? Vaden? I don't know. Whatever it was. Um, but Game Update, game update 5.10, uh, it's called Jedi Under Siege. And it's the next phase of the Swotor storyline. And it's going to kick off with a bang on the ancient Jedi world. Ooh. I don't know what world that is, but here we are. Ravaged by a cataclysm centuries in the past, this beloved planet has been a part of the Old Republic story since the original tales of the Jedi comics. And they're really excited to bring to life for players as a new daily area with separate Republic and Imperial storylines. Isn't that exactly what I told you I wanted a couple weeks yes, ago? Yes, you did, sir. I'm happy you're right, because that's what I want to. I want daily areas, and I want it to be specific storylines for Empire and Republic again. That's what we need. So yes. I, that, that makes me happy. Um, that's right. I mean, I still enjoy playing... Um Oricon. Yeah. Well, there's a couple player. There's a couple uh, exciting new characters um, that are coming. That are coming, including a powerful Jedi veteran, which is not Revan. They put in parentheses, who join the Republic players on their mission to protect a hidden Jedi base, and a deadly deadly commando who will aid Imperial players on their mission to destroy it. And that will bring us more details uh, soon. TM. Very cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool, right? Yeah. Can you th- any thoughts? Any thoughts on what? What planet it might be? Um, I don't know. From all the people I talked to on Twitter, there's a lot of speculation. I think they might have nailed it down, but I don't really, I don't want to say it on mic. So here we are. Look it up. I oh, hate you. Well, I'm just saying, look, look back at some of your chat. People have said things, but it's fine. And the, the point is, dude, is that the, the, the main point is it doesn't matter what the planet is. It's happening. True. The things we want are happening. And that's what's important. That's always good. Yeah. Uh, game pay. Game, <clears throat> Well, I can't even talk tonight. I'm so tired. We, neither one of us have words tonight. Gameplay and quality of life stuff is happening as well, which is what we were talking about last week. Yes. Which is good. Um, and so I'm going to jump down. It says, uh, with this roadmap, we're announcing the availability of master, excuse me, master mode gods of the machine, uh, which they said they weren't doing, but I guess they are doing now. Um, and that's going to be game update 5.10. And they expect to make it available on the test server uh, in September. And what else? Um, they're also adding in the next tier of gear for your character. So tier five um, is different in that you will only be able to craft them from schematics. So interesting. that's kind of interesting, right? And more information will come on how to acquire the new schematics. And they're also fo- focus on sustainable, sustainably, <clears throat> substantially improving the overall experience for guilds. So starting with game update 5.10, they'll be releasing a variety of guild features, including heraldry. Progression system, management, communication, other guild improvements. Um, guilds will also be able to challenge other guilds directly in PvP matches. Oh, that's kind of cool. Which I think is kind of sick, right? So um, there's some stuff coming, dude. Are you stoked? I'm very stoked. I, I'm really like you don't care. For that. No, I'm really stoked about the uh, the new daily and the uh, the mm-hmm. Jedi planet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything else? What about the guild stuff? Hel- Heldry, I think, is interesting. I wonder how they're going to implement that. Yeah, I, I mean, the, the guild stuff is cool. I mean, you know, I'm not very active. No, well, there are a lot of games that do this, though, where, like, you make a, you know, a guild flag or something. You that know, would be and, cool, and, yeah. And you can kind of do that. Um, I remember Halo back in the day, they did it. It wasn't really a guild thing, but it was more like you can make your own emblem and, and have it on your right. on your shoulder as you ran around. So That, was that would be kind of cool. So something like that might be kind of neat. Um, a guild uh, progression system, I think, is pretty neat. It gives guilds something to shoot for that's not just straight up conquest. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, 
and there's going to be conquest improvements as well. Management communication uh, improvements. Check these out. First thing, inspection inspect tool. Potential members can review guild profile and information. Logging uh, logs and displays while a wide variety of guild member activity, which is good for people managing guilds to be able to see when people come in and go. Exactly. Uh, member mail. Easy way to send a message to the whole guild. That would be pretty cool if you want to send, you know, mail to everybody. Right. Uh, member ban by legacy. This is something I know some of our friends in the community have been asking for because let's say, you know, you harass me a bunch um, and you just go into another tune and keep harassing me after I ban that one. Right? Right. You can ban by legacy. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, yeah. So I think that's good. Which just makes sense. I yeah. mean, because if you're going to be a troll on one character, you're going to be a troll on another. Right. And increased rank cap, rank cap, the number of guild ranks will be increased. So that's pretty cool. Um, you want to hear the companions returning? You're doing something on your phone. You busy? Or can I help you? I was looking up on? what you told me to look up. I'm just messing with you, dude. <laughs> so companions, dude. Doc is coming back. Oh, I like Doc. And Nadia is coming back. And Darkside Jasa. We'll be back. Because well. we've already had Lightside, right? No. Okay. Lightside's not back yet, as far as I know. Um, yeah, it says we're still tracking down Lightside Jasa, and we'll let you know if we can convince her to return. So Doc's coming back. Um, <laughs> this is actually kind of funny. Jedi Knights will be able to reunite with the galaxy's most lovable, charming, roguish, brilliant, skilled, and above all, a handsome doctor. And in parentheses, <laughs> it says Doc actually wrote this intro himself. Of course. <laughs> which is kind of funny. Uh, but Nadia's coming back, and then Jasa. So we're getting a lot of companions back, man pretty cool very cool and there's going to be some increased with communication they're talking about communication between the devs and us um but they are going to do a cantina in chicago of course for a- of in course. april um for star wars celebration and so it says beyond 2018 they have so and a couple other people pointed this out and i'm going to see what you think of this says, as we roll into the new year, we have a ton of exciting adventures planned for you and your friends. We're not ready to discuss the details yet, but you can be sure the conflict between Galactic Republic and the Sith Empire is going to explode into a full-scale war that will draw your character into battles on new planets where they will fight alongside and against many new returning, new and returning fan characters. Thanks for your continued participation in the, in the Star Wars Yield Republic. Uh, the one piece of thing that I can't find now, but it said in the coming years, it might be at the top. So people are saying, you know, the game is dead, but it's not dead. It's not dead. It's undead. It's a zombie. It is a zombie. It's a rackle. You're a rackle. You're a rackle. Okay, so I do have a link in the show notes to the dev stream that I haven't had a chance to take a look at yet. I'll do it between now and next week. Um, and um, I don't even know what we're doing next week. So your mom's a rackle. Okay, thanks. Are we gonna re- are we gonna even be able to record next week? Next week we can. Yes, but and that'll the be the last after. and not the week after. Okay, so good. So we'll get some content out there. Once we get back into October, though. Yeah, October, we are going to be legit. I'm excited. All right, man. So anything else? Any thoughts on any of the things I've said about uh, the SWOTOR? Other than your mom's a rackle? Well, my, you're, well, yeah. Well, I don't want to insult your mother. It's her birthday. It is her birthday. So everybody, please just, you know, nope. happy no birthday one, to my mom. No one knows who your mom is. but that's She's fine. 73 today. Anything else? It's nine eleven. It's also nine eleven. What, yeah. what a weird day. Yeah. All right. So uh, no, Star I Wars? think that's pretty much it for Swotor. <laughs> I was raised to do one thing. But I've got nothing to fight for. Nothing will stand in our way. 
All right, man. Let's get into Star Wars. So, uh, discussion stuff. We um, literally have one thing for Star Wars. I have one thing for Star Wars, and this is all I could find. I literally went, like, what I do is I, like, will just go to certain websites and just look at Star Wars news. Yeah. There was nothing recent in, like, the last three days. Well, I do have one thing, but it's not, I, have, I have it under Parks News. Okay, good. So, we'll talk about that later. But, um, yeah. Uh, the only thing I found was Kathleen Kennedy's receiving an honorary Oscar. Awesome. Dude, she's been in the business for 40 plus years and yeah. has worked with, you know, Spielberg for decades. Yeah. Um, so what do we have next Star Wars wise, dude? We have we have Resistance, we have the streaming service coming. Yes. Um yes. Resistance is coming to XD. Um, and then we have the streaming service, and then that's gonna lead into the live action stuff with um Favreau. Favreau. Um and then episode nine is pretty far off, dude. That's the next movie, right? Yeah, and that's a little over a year away. Yeah. That's what, uh, not this December, but next. Yes. Right? So, all right. Good night, Mox. Thanks for joining us. Later, Mox. Peace out, bro. Um, so, yeah. I mean, there's not much going on in Star Wars right now outside of, I mean, well, obviously. We have the, we have the new uh, Amidala book coming out. Yeah. Well, we have books. We have comics. Like That stuff keeps going, but. Sadly, some of us are a little behind on that stuff. So, I mean. Hey, well, this is the perfect time to catch up. I'm talking about us. I know. Anything else on Star Wars wise? I hate you. No, I think that's pretty much it for Star Wars. Wow. Well, we're almost done. Okay, so. (laughs) (laughs) What do we got? Including our BSing for 10 minutes. We're 20 minutes in. Okay, so let's go. The usual roundup. I can't imagine any kind of future where I'm a hero. Well, you're not. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Uh, The picture we have up in the chat, obviously, is uh, a picture of old Burt Reynolds. Archer's, we lost uh, this week. Yeah, I know. It's uh, It's a bummer. Yeah. You did and, some great work. And one of my favorite, and and I wasn't a old school Burt Reynolds fan. Um, I, was, I mean, I grew up on Cannibal Run and Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah. Um, and wasn't he in um, um, another... He was in Deliverance, Longest Yard. 80s TV show? Oh, 90s. He was in Evening Shade. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but what I'm thinking of is, of course, opposite Archer. Yes. In, um, and I just know him... Because Archer loved him so much. I, I, my favorite. Burt fucking Reynolds. Or what I, you know, just okay. shit like that. I wasn't a huge fan of the the Archer Vice season, but mm-hmm. I loved the one where they were reenacting Smokey and the Bandit yeah. to get down to uh, um, Fort Worth County line or something. Something like that. But, yeah. it, but it was a takeoff of Austin City Limits, which yeah. is a famous TV show. And uh, so he had to dress up as Burt Reynolds and... and uh, Pam was the snowman, of yeah. course, and uh, it was great. It was a great episode, and um, but then I just also love the scene where he's talking about uh, when he was a kid and he was dressed up as Burt Reynolds as a oh, right. for yeah. for uh, Halloween, and he's, he has a little fake trans cardboard trans again around. He says E span it down, and his mom <laughs> and uh, Mallory says I thought you were Richard Petty. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome, dude. Uh, yeah, so there's a bunch of there's this. I'll put it, maybe I'll put a link in the show notes. There's there's a two minute clip where Archer meets Burt Reynolds, and I just I don't know that kind of stuff makes me happy, dude. Um, he well, he had that very distinctive laugh, mm-hmm. and uh, but he he did a lot. I mean, a lot of it is referenced in Archer, but it 
it's uh he did a lot of like smoking the bandit and um oh but even archer in that scene is saying he's driving too fast and he's just yeah. like freaking out exactly and he's just like <laughs> and he's just laughing to himself it's like it's just so amazing dude. it is but i mean and of course he i mean he got a, an oscar nomination for boogie nights yeah for sure he was great he in. directed that one right no he no, was no. just a sporting actor yes that's right it was directed by a. I was listening to Paul uh, Thomas Anderson. Yeah, that's it. Um, but he was uh, most recently he was in a movie. They talked about this on Babylon this week mm-hmm. uh, on an Adam Rifkin uh, movie. This came out called uh, the last, the last movie star or something like that. Uh-huh. Okay. So I want to watch it, but it's, um, it's kind of, it's very similar to the, the Sam Elliott did a movie last year called the, um, the cowboy or something. It was very, it's very similar. It was about an okay. aging star. Cool. And so, yeah, I want to see it. Yeah, man. Um, he'll obviously, as as Kevin Smith says, he will be missed. Big bucket to win, whatever you want to say. But like, I mean, people like Burt Reynolds worked for decades and yeah. is just an, one of those amazing stars that we'll we'll never forget. Well, know? people forget he uh, he played college football yeah. at Florida State. Yep. Actually, if you anybody who watches ESPN, if you know who Lee Corso is, he's the guy uh, on Saturday game day. He uh, always picks the winners of the day by putting on the the uh helm the uh the heads of the mascots uh-huh. that was his roommate calls they played they both oh. played football at florida state back in the seven uh, oh, awesome. back in the 60s nice dude and uh um yeah so yeah. It, he was good yeah well uh and he's actually he's from florida he's yeah. an actual floridian and that's why the uh the episode title of when he meets Archer is called the man from Jupiter. That's right. The man because from, he's Jupiter, from Jupiter, Florida. Jupiter, Florida. So, but I mean, 80, I mean, 82 though, man, I mean, big life. Uh, oh, and he, he lived it. Yeah. He, he lived did. that life. So, all right. So we should move on to Disney. Yeah. We have uh, just one bit of parks news and it's that star Wars. John Williams is confirmed. Well, not confirmed. It's rumored reported that um, he's going to be returning to do the music with Michael Giacchino. Who's known for doing yeah. um, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff with J.J. Abrams? He was brought in to do Star Wars, and uh, um, but he also did um, Up and yeah, Lost and upset, yeah, whole up bunch stuff, of stuff. Yeah. Um, but they're combining to do the music for the theme parks for Galaxy's Edge. Oh, it's so cool, so cool. Yeah, and I mean, I'm just very curious to see what some of the ambient sounds and music's going to oh, be, exactly. and and you know, depending on where you are in the park, and like we talked about last week you know cantina music i mean all this stuff has got to be you know carefully calculated and and to have uh john williams and and giacchino in there would be cool so yeah and it's i mean disney's always really good on their musical cues and so like if you're going through california adventure especially recently um since they redesigned it where it looks like old time hollywood yeah you get little hints of indiana jones in there because mm-hmm. it's very serialized um, but if you go through Condor Flats, you hear Last Starfighter, yeah. you hear it's great. There's some cool stuff. Um, well, and Disney's good at that. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is a theme park after all. <laughs> that it is. <laughs> I think I'm going to save this trailer for next week. Sounds good. Um, but Because it just got dropped. But it just got dropped. The Daredevil Season 3 trailer just got dropped. And we'll do trailer time next week. But I'm looking forward to it. I actually might. Well, the wife watched the first uh Iron Fist with me, so I'll probably wait for her. But um, like I said, I still need to finish Luke Cage too, and uh, Jessica Jones too. So those are those are things I'm I'm working on right now. So yeah, the uh, I love Daredevil though. I can't wait for season. Three. Also, one thing I was disappointed that didn't get dropped this week is there was a whole bunch of buzz that a whole bunch of um, 
Captain Marvel stuff would get dropped. And mm-hmm. they did. They dropped a whole bunch of pictures and set photos and stuff like that, which is really cool. But everyone was hoping for a trailer. Yeah, no trailer. Yeah. Uh, maybe next week. Maybe next week. Uh, and then real review stuff. We've got. Um, I thought this was interesting. I just saw. This I, I think this is this would be great. Yeah. So Jordan Peele is reportedly in talks for a Candyman remake, and I can't remember the actor's name who did the first time around. Um, but he's a big black dude, cool face, like just the very dark. Well, kind he of was features. also the uh, the mortician or the uh, the medical examiner in um final destination yeah i mean he's he's a really good actor but like really kind of and one of the reasons i never watched the Candyman movies was scared because me when i was a kid scared the mess out of me looking at that guy and especially because i don't like bees either so that's a problem oh yeah um but jordan peele considering his acting range and um the what he can do with his face his name is tony todd okay uh, but what Jordan Peele can do with his face, I think, would be really good well, for the role. Is this that he's going to be directing it, or is that he's going to be ma- that he's going to be Candyman? Oh shoot! I assumed because honestly, be if it. he's directing it and Ke- uh, Keegan Michael Key was being Candyman, oh, that shoot, would I'm be good. Him, I'm getting it mixed up. Yes, you're right. Um, hold on a second. According to new reports, uh, Get Out writer produce the new Candyman film. Okay, so he's okay, that would be cool. But do you think they're going to bring back Homeboy or what? Uh, I think that would be good. I mean, he's getting up there in age now. Yeah, he's older. Um, there's no other really details. I, I misread that whole article. Shoot. And I got him and uh, Key mixed up. So that's cool. And you call yourself black? Well, I am. But <laughs> I uh, obviously made this really quick. Yeah. Well, that's all we got. Okay. But, but I mean, with the success of Get Out, it makes sense. Oh, yeah. You know. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, man. So, <laughs> is this a surprise? This isn't a surprise. I put this in here. Uh, Disney's pushing Black Panther in numerous Oscar categories. And No, it totally makes sense. Speaking of Oscars, um, they went back. The Academy, yeah, okay, well, they, okay. which we didn't talk about last week. Yeah, okay. So, the, the Academy came out and said they're going to do a a uh, a popular film category and now they're saying they're probably not going to do it no they already said they're not oh it's confirmed yeah they okay. said that they're gonna give it more time and and make sure it's right or something well the the reason why because they just recently like three years ago went from five movies up to a max of 10 mm-hmm. in the best picture category because they wanted to include more pop fair right. that's how we got like district nine and up which i mean those movies are amazing District nine is amazing right well it it just allows more genre type Mm -hmm. movies in so do you want to hear the categories that they're pushing sure or not no i want to hear okay so we got best picture obviously best director yes uh best adapted screenplay yeah best actor chadwick boseman i i can see them pushing it i don't think he's gonna get it no i don't think so either best supporting actor which yeah uh, this makes more sense michael b jordan for sure yes martin freeman who was amazing in that uh daniel kalua uh winston duke sterling k brown forrest whitaker and andy circus andy circus was phenomenal for he as was, long as no, he was in it it's all gonna be michael b jordan yeah for sure best supporting actress lapita nyong'o uh daniel guerrera uh latita latita wright Letitia Wright, excuse me, and uh, Angela Bassett. And Best Cinematography. That I can definitely see. Best Film Editing. Yes. Best Production Design. Uh, yeah. Best Costume Design. Best Makeup and Hairstyling. Best Sound Mixing. Best Sound Editing. Best Visual Effects. Best Original Score. 
and best original song, All the Stars. You know, honestly, I think this is very similar to how um, New Line pushed Return of the King. Yeah. When it was nominated for 13 for sure. Oscars. Because it wasn't, like, I don't even think Ian McKellen was up for best supporting actor. No. It was just up for a ton of the of all the visual, awards. technical yes. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they actually do have some people that they can push in the acting categories. Yeah. I think Lupita Nyong'o and, and the actresses and Chadwick Boseman are a little bit of a stretch in there. I think so. Um, just because... I think the acting is a bit of a stretch because most of them aren't on screen really long enough or really give... Not that they didn't give good performances, but... No, it's just for those for those particular ones, uh, yeah. the ones that would get nominated out of those groups would be Chadwick Boseman and Lupita Nyong'o. Right. And they're just too co- too close to former nominations and wins that they've mm-hmm. had. I mean, Lupita Nyong'o won Best Sporting Actress for 12 Years a Slave. That's right. Chadwick Boseman has been up, I think, twice already, um, even though he hasn't won. And those are just much more dramatic fare. For sure. This would just feel like fluff nominations. And th- for they, those guys, yeah. I think it would give more import if they didn't push those and they just pushed Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Because he definitely did deserves it no, he and was, he already has a nomination for creed so yeah and and jordan man he did a good job that oh he was great <laughs> as killmonger yeah he was a, he was a great villain which um, remind me okay th- i'm kind of jumping the gun a little bit going to uh um tv time yeah um but i'm still watching cold case oh yeah okay and i'm on season six i'm almost done they have se- seven seasons so yeah. i only have like a season and a half left to watch but remember when i first started watching it a, a couple weeks ago i i message i'm like i'm seeing a whole bunch of these young people that went mm-hmm. on to do like three people that have gone on to do berlanti versus like bigger stuff. stuff yeah in like the last 10 episodes i saw michael b jordan no way yeah oh that's funny and he plays a, a banger who gets shot yeah. in the back and he's oh, in a wheelchair good. and everything that's cool dude it's really cool um okay so what do we got here avengers uh so th- i don't normally talk about fan theories right this is a really cool fan theory that hit reddit okay it's talking that Odin has actually collected the the uh, Infinity Stones before. Okay. And the reason behind this is, if you remember, in the vault, there was a replica of the, the gauntlet. Yes. Right? And Hela said, fake, right? right? Whatever. But if you notice, there's like two very distinct periods of Odin. His war period. Yeah, the war. And war then his, his kind of peace period, right? And the, the theory is that the soul stone was the last of his to collect. And of course, just like uh, Thanos had to sacrifice Gamora, he had to sacrifice somebody to get that soul stone. And it was oh, Hela that he sacrificed. Okay. And so he sacrificed Hela down to, um, uh, what is it? Uh, Hades or uh, he- Heimdall? No, not, uh, no, 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 um, hell. Just say hell. Hell. It's hell. Yeah. And, um, that's what he had to sacrifice. Yeah. But in that, he came to the realization of what, was important and that's when he was able to bring everybody together through peace and everything interesting and then he scattered it to the scattered the stones yeah. to the wind i actually kind of like that theory dude i think it's very very huh. interesting yeah so i decided oh. to bring it in no i don't know i i'm now i'm thinking about it i always thought it was in, i did think it was interesting because i recently rewatched that movie with the kids uh ragnarok and hella walking through and kind of offhandly like pushing the the gauntlet aside, I was like, wait, what? And then I didn't realize how many Infinity Stone references were in, because um, speaking of what we're watching, was in um, uh, Age of Ultron. Yes. Because I'd only seen it the one time. Yeah. And I rewatched it with the kids. Thor's whole journey in the movie is about discovering that the yeah. stones are what's important. But that's the thing. And like, I'm just like, well, that's all connected, which I it made sense. But like, 
you know, I only saw it the one time in the theater opening night and, you know, whatever. So, um, anyway, I like that theory, dude. All right. So let's, um, let's move on to our last couple of things. Nifflime. What? Nifflime is the home of the dead. Oh, nice. Okay. So Kevin Smith is changing the title of Fat Man on Batman. I saw this. Yeah. And, um, and they've been talking about it for a little while. Right. Um, and so what they're, well, because it's no longer about Batman. Right. And, and that's the, that's the thing. When we saw it, when it first started. Yeah. We saw like the second, six, second, seven years ago at Comic-Con. It was, at Comic-Con. It was like the second or third episode. And it was when he was interviewing Bruce Timm. Yeah. And it was a really cool thing. And, you know, he was a big guy talking about Batman, but then he started interviewing people and then it just got to be talking about pop culture. Yeah. And that's what him and, um, Bernard do now. And, so they're changing it from um, to uh, Batman, not sorry, Fat Man Beyond. Yes, which is pretty cool. Well, it's also a Batman reference. Yeah, it's a Batman reference, but it's keeping the Fat Man part, but taking the Batman part out of it, which I think is pretty. Right, but just the Beyond is a Batman reference as no, well. No, I know, I know. Yeah. I love Batman Beyond. Don't get me, don't get me started. God, on I hate Beyond. you. Um, but I think it's important, and I think um, a lot of people were kind of giving him a lot of crap, saying like. Oh, you're not, you know, you've lost too much weight to be called Fat Man, Bob, Bob. And it's just like, you know what? That's part of his identity, you know? And it I is. think that he's just, you know, he'll he'll keep addressing it as it goes forward. But I, I like the change and I think it's pretty cool. So the last episode, I think it was two weeks ago or a week ago, um, that was still called Fat Man on Batman um, aired. And now it's going to be Fat Man Beyond. Cool. So I think it's cool. Uh, and the last thing I have in here is just for fun. <laughs> I don't understand this at all. Have you seen this? I have not. Okay, so apparently somebody made a this is on uh, I think it's on Nerdist. Um a Game of Thrones 33 player tabletop game. It's massive, intricate and free. I'm guessing you have to download a bunch of stuff and print a bunch of stuff and do a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I'm looking at it, yeah. But holy crap, 33 people? It almost looks very much like Say Settlers of Catan. Yeah, or like a Risk style sort of yeah. thing where like you have a big map and you have stuff to do. But I don't understand anything about it. I have a link in the show notes. Um, apparently it says, even better because the game is not affiliated with the show HBO in any way. It's entirely free for fans to download through uh, drive through RPG. So I got the link in the show notes if you want to get 33 people together and play this game. Okay, it's called uh, Aegon's Qu- Conquest. Mm-hmm. And it's based on Aegon Targaryen's invasion of Westeros. Yep, three hundred nice. years before the events of Game of uh, Game of Thrones. Pretty cool, dude. Yeah, very cool. Um, it says the thirty-third spot is filled by someone playing as Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, as there's strategic value for players to join uh, the Sacred Order. While gameplay inv- involves strategy, diplomacy, and treachery, the point is simple: to rule the realm. <laughs> yeah, very much like Risk. Yeah, that sounds amazing, dude. I'd like to check it out. That would be cool. I don't want to play with 33 people at anything, though. No, but can you imagine if we did this at uh, Puck next year? Yes. Now we're talking, my friend. See? I knew I brought you along for a reason. Ha <laughs> Got him. So, thanks for tuning in to The Usual Podcast. If you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. Uh, on Twitter, I am at Darth Pops and Will is at Animal Griggs. Find us on um, all the social medias. Like us, share us, and tell your friends. 
Um, support the show, audibletrial.com slash usual podcast. Also, the best way to support us clearly is patreon.com slash usual podcast. Um, give us a buck or two an episode and we'll give you some stuff, some booper reels, early access, um, t-shirts, all kinds of fun stuff. So definitely become a drinking buddy and, um, yeah, join us on the journey. And don't forget, we're coming up on Extra Life here in, mm-hmm. what, like six weeks? Uh, a couple months, yeah. Eight weeks, something like that. Um, so don't forget to go to teespring.com slash T-U-P, the number four, kids. That's the that's short for the usual podcast for kids. So just go to teespring.com slash TUP for kids. Yep. And uh, all the proceeds are going to go to Extra Life. Perfect. And uh, all right, dude. So this is a short show, which is great. And uh, we'll see you guys uh, next week for a longer show before I have to take a week off. Absolutely. Then uh, just make sure you're always having a fun. Have a fun. We'll see you all next week. Peace. <laughs> that would be cool if we play that game, though. That would be sick. <laughs>